And how did that trip go? Almost good. It really was it, like we would have done good and then we didn't. <laughs> like, yes, we, we do need to get back to our people, but also that that's a talking berry bush, so... Yes, I definitely need to talk to you about um, the wild magic because it is getting crazier. And nothing, no time like the present for second breakfast, I say. <laughs> exactly. And he, he might be a mushroom, but he's a pretty fun guy. Exactly. Episode 178, The Journey Home. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys had gone down some raging rapids. And how did that trip go? Almost good. It really was like we would have done good and then we didn't. Yes. Uh, although you did have some help there. Um, so, uh. Owen and Jesse, what, what happened with your characters of, of note during the rapid running adventure? Wait, I, are, are you talking about my hamster or Adri? We're talking about the rapid running with the, uh, with the characters. Yeah, so Adri. Adri. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, definitely did not, uh, do too well. I fell in the water. Oh dear. <laughs> yes. Um, but mo more interestingly though, uh, for both Arlen and Adri, you had your marks called in by Lolf. That's right. We did. <laughs> and that was, uh, it could have been a much worse situation where the marks were called in. So I'll take it. But it was also not great. Yeah. It did cause you guys to slam into the rocks, which eventually made the boat sink. And then what did you lose when the boat sank, everybody? Our pets. Our pets. Yes. The pets all got washed Sense down. Sense of humor. <laughs> My pet lost me. Let's be clear. That's its point of view. Yep. And uh, anyway, so your pets washed up downstream somewhere and are completely lost at this point in time. And uh, we are now playing as the pets. So uh, let's go around the room and go over real quick uh, who, who we are again. So Bryce, who are you playing now? So I'm playing Sparks, the little crystal guy I picked up back in the... Uh crystal cavern mm -hmm. and just kind of really briefly what are his skills again i have a melee attack i have a ranged attack that seems to be like better than the melee attack in every way and i have some healing yeah and then owen why don't you tell us who you are playing i am playing my mechanical squirrel it can dash attack we can swing its tail as a club sometimes. And then once a day, it can be like really adorable and charm a creature. I do have a question. Yes. Um, so for its iron tail, um, it says 
The squirrel leaps and somersaults, bringing its tail down on a creature within 20 feet of it. Is that like, a, like it goes, it like can go 20 feet and then hit within five feet? Or is it like fireball range where it can just like hit people from 20 feet away? No, no, it actually has to make a jump attack. So it ends okay, up that's what I thought. fly through the air and land on them. And then that one's Perfect. interesting because that's a recharge, right? It's a recharge. So basically, yeah, after you've used it each round, as you start the the new round, you roll a d6, and on five and six, it recharges. Yes. One. So, very good. Okay, and then, uh, Drew, why don't you tell us who you are playing this time? Um, I am playing a Micronid, which is kind of cute. I'm basically a little mushroom person with legs, or stumpy legs, uh, arms and hands, and two eyes. I've got a red top. Um, he's not very fast, nor does he ever seem to be in a hurry. He can attempt to punch you, but he's not very good at it. He can speak with you if he sprays amount of spores in a 10-foot radius, and that lasts for about an hour. He can do that three times a day, and then he can also use those same spores to try to choke up somebody. But he doesn't really, he's not really a combat-oriented person as much as he just tries to blend in with the background. Yep, he's just a mushroom. And uh, you guys are enjoying his presence there. Um, and he, he might be a mushroom, but he's a pretty fun guy. Exactly. Huh. And uh, then, Jesse, why don't you give us a rundown on who you're playing? I am playing Schmedrick, the dire hamster, who has a an armored collar, which works very similarly to a mage shield, which as a reaction, the armor can clamp around the hamster to... Um, make him not get hit. And he also has seed spit, which lets him spit seeds, as the name implies, and also gnaw, which lets him gnaw or bite. Very good, yeah. And uh, the color is a uh, kind of a two-edged sword, though, because it, it uh, does block all damage coming in, but then you also lose your next round as you deactivate the color. So you have to uh, take that into account. And then, Matt, why don't you tell us who you're playing? I am Thrax. Uh, the Deinonychus, and uh, Thrax doesn't worry himself with things such as collar or armor, being a fearsome predator. Um, you know, uh, when there's prey or an enemy on site, um, Thrax can dash uh, as part of my move action, and then finalize that with the leaping kick, which gives me an additional 10 feet of distance that I can clear and do uh, some more whopping damage. And then when the mood strikes, I can simply walk up and, and claw my foe um, if I choose to play with it. Very good. And so uh, when we last left this group, uh, they had just started walking off into the small subterranean tunnels after washing up on the shore and meeting the Myconid. And um, you had, he had, uh, you'd, finally convinced him that you needed to get back to your people. And so he uh, agreed to lead you on there, but he did say that it was through the spider territory, or as he called it, the many-legged creature territory. So uh, you obviously have apparently spiders between you and your people. and But he did uh, start leading you off into the tunnels, headed back towards, hopefully, your friends and home. Okay. Um, so you guys take off and you're all of maybe about 10 feet down the tunnels. Um, and um, 
can we put ourselves in kind of our marching order here? Do we have one? Who 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 would be in front? Who would be in back? And all that. I would assume Rax the mushroom would, would be. Yeah, go ahead. I, sorry. So I assume the mushroom would be in the front since no one else knows where they're going. Yeah, and I'd probably Thrax would probably be following right behind that, Trendrick looking for is, food. Is going to ride on on Thrax. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I would be probably farther in the front. Okay, so that's a pretty good uh, setup as you as you start heading down the tunnel there. And like I said, you're about 10 feet down the tunnel and all of a sudden right in front of you, their little sprout, um, a head pops out. Just, you know, apparently was uh, in a little nook in the cranny and it's your friend Gaia, the veg pygmy. Uh, you haven't seen her in a couple of days as you've been coming down here, but she, uh, she tends to be kind of a mischievous sprite and bops in and out of your life and boom, just appears. Hello. Kind of look and wave. And Melanie, why don't you tell us about Gaia? Yeah, I play uh, Gaia or Gaia. Um, not really special. Uh, Well-rounded, kind <laughs> of. Off-brand Groot, kind of. Yeah. And tell us about Gaia's abilities. Um, I can hit people. Uh, I can also throw leaves at them. And I can also heal people. Very good. Um, actually, read us a whole description there for healing the people. Uh, healing sap. Pick a berry from your head that heals 1d4 plus 4 damage. Yeah. So she's a walking good berry bush. Better than good berry bush. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. How many berries do you have on your head? I have three berries on my three hairs. Very good. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Is that like a total of nine berries or is it just no, three just berries? Just three. three berries. Okay. And then she'll grow them back over the course of the entire day there. Okay. And so all of a sudden Gaia just pokes her head out and obviously you're happy to see her little sprout because she's one of your good friends down here. And you're happy to see the little sprout because he's tubby and amusing and fun. Who's that? I'm just like, I just waved. I'm waiting for her to respond. Hello. Uh, release some more spores. That's my second of the day, which is kind of alarming. Um, hello. I am Gaia. I know. I'm not sure what we're doing, but they're lost. Oh, I, no. I feel like Schmedrick is probably very intrigued by the um, berries on Gaia as being a hamster has basically two bags of holding attached to his face. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could I could take that's this and save that. That's that's pretty fair right there. <laughs> yep. And I think I'm I'm sniffing. I'm wondering if Scott if Gaia is good to eat. Unfortunately she smells like plant matter, so um, ah, yeah. dang it. Not, not delicious beef jerky. I think, you know, like obviously in a real pinch, you know, but uh, yeah, not, not so good. Okay. Returning to the grove. Let's okay. go. Anyways, Gaia, all of a sudden a bunch of strangers are with uh, your myconoid friend. It's kind of exciting. What do you want to do? Just stand and watch. Okay, well, they start going trooping on by you and uh, start heading down the hallway. 
And they're headed for spider territory, which is a little alarming. Are you sure you want to go to the spiders? No. Oh. But they asked for it. They should not. You should turn around. Have to go home. That's disappointing. I wanted you to stay. New friends. You know what I mean? Does it sound like she's making fun of him to me? Or is this no, this hard? is how we communicate. Oh, okay. Because you, you talk like fast and slow. I'm kind of given the idea that she's basically doing the Dory talking to the whales. <laughs> because that's she's mimicking what she hears. Yeah. Being that as now Sprout doesn't have ears and has no idea how he sounds, that's just she thinks she's being polite. That's what I'm thinking. But he's just t- telling a way toward where he thinks these people want to go. So. Yeah, not people. Does anybody odd, want to explain to Gaia why it is you want to go through the spider territory since it's obviously not a good idea? I don't think my guy's smart enough to. He's literally just says he's taking them home, and that's all. That's literally it right there. It's this whole thought process. So the spores allow all of us to communicate, right? Exactly. So you're hearing all of this. Okay. Um. Well then, uh, Schmedrick on his uh. Deinonychus Mount uh, will say, uh, we need to find our people. We lost them. And maybe you know a way through here where we can avoid the spiders? No, I, I really don't. I just wander around being Gaia. Well, why don't you come with us? And, and Schmedrick is entirely just interested in the berries. Fantastic adventure. <laughs> like yes, we we do need to get back to our people, but also that that's a talking berry bush, so Okay. Very good. So um you're gonna go with there, Gaia? Yeah. Okay. And um you take off down the hallway with them and you're getting a little bit nervous because obviously you're getting close to the spider area. Um and actually everybody roll me um Basically, a wisdom check. Zero. Eight. Eight. Two. Fourteen. And fourteen. Okay, good. Well, at least the uh, Deinonychus riders um, are... Uh, you You do notice that Gaia is getting um, visibly nervous as you are uh, approaching down the passageway. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, Sparks, since they're not crystalline, you're just not uh, not interested at all. So I, I will look at Guy and say, why are you afraid of many-legged meat? Spider scary. Uh, yeah. Spider juicy. Spider evil. And um, you guys continue on, and you get to a wider part of the passage. And you are walking down there, and everybody roll for me another wisdom check. Or intelligence check if you want to do that. Three. Eight. Nineteen. Three. Two. <laughs> Six. Wait. Okay, well, thank goodness Smedric's here. And you just see Smedric's little ears start pivoting around. And... Um, the hair starts standing up on the back of his uh, back there, 
And Smedric, you are hearing the sound of little bitty legs in the ceiling above you guys moving around. Um, and we're all still communicating telepathically, mm-hmm. right? How long does the spore cloud last? It lasts for an hour. So. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm hearing some uh, eight-legged critters. Uh, that can't be a good sign. Okay. And just then, all of a sudden, wolf spiders drop out of the ceiling where they had been concealed and um, surround you. Okay. So, yes. Four giant wolf spiders drop from the ceiling and let us roll initiative. So, Sparks. 14. And Squirrel? Uh, That would be an 8. Very good. And Smedric? 11. And Thrax? 21. Hot off the, uh, the blocks there. And the Little Sprout? 20. And then Gaia. 19. Okay. Very good. So um, we've got the one at the far end. That'll be the front. The next one in the middle is the middle. And then we have back one and back two. Very good. So um, top of the round and um, the middle one jumps forward. And then is that uh, Schmedrick there with a bow? Yes. Okay, so jumps forward and um, tries... I'm still to, on mm-hmm. Thrax. Though. And tries to jump on you on top of Thrax. And does a really good job of it as it just pounces forward in its uh, wolfish attack. And it's a 22 to hit you. Um, about how big are these creatures? These things are about the size of dinner plates. So obviously to a spider, they're huge. All right, I'm going to deploy my... Uh collar then okay so uh thrax you just feel the the wolf spider jump on your back and then all of a sudden it and a metal encased hamster just kind of go clattering and falling off your back onto the ground and you look around and you see the uh spider in a very confused way sinking its fangs into the metal collar case and uh getting nowhere at all okay and then next up is uh back left and it jumps forward at you there, Gaia. Uh. And this is exactly what you're nervous about. Uh, it gets a 14 to hit you. Does it hit? Yeah. Okay. So it does three points of damage to you as it bites. And you must make for us a constitution saving throw. Non-natural 20. Okay. So you easily shake off the effects of its poison. Okay, and then the good guys get to go. And Thrax, there's uh, something trying to eat your friend. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm going to go after after the spider gnawing on the uh, yeah, on so Smendrick. In the middle there? How far, how, is it? Oh, it's within 10 feet. So I'm going to do my leaping kick. The one that's on your back? No, they both rolled they off. They tumbled on the ground, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm going to tumble onto it with the leaping kick. Okay, you're going to go after middle with the leaping kick then. 18. Um, that definitely hits. Do I get advantage? Uh, nope. And then it's going to be for nine. 
Okay, and basically you just see uh, Thrax jump um, into the air and just land on the spider and just, you know, he, his uh, thumb claw there on his, on his foot just cuts it in two, essentially, just swats it down. Okay, very good. And, and I'm going to begin eating. Okay. Going to go to the spider buffet. Very good. Okay, and then Little Sprout, all of a sudden your friends are under attack. <laughs> I think she, yeah, she means the. I think it means the fun guy. Uh, fun guy's going to. Is that D four something? That's Gaia. Uh, you're at the front. You're over here. Uh, all right. Well, since I can't do anything about the guys behind me, I'm just going to like let out a little fright and spray out spores in front of me. Okay. And it's a Constitution DC twelve. Okay. And it gets a four. Just takes it full in the face. Six points of poison damage. Okay. And then he's going to kind of toddle to the right there and not not leaving the space, but just like literally one to the right and one ahead. So his back is to the wall. Okay. So you're just going to move diagonally up to the right and put your back up against the wall. Sounds good. Yes. Very smart for a fungus. Okay. And next up is Gaia. I'm going to punch him. Okay. You're going to spin around and... Give a punch to that spider. 18. Hits. Woo. Three points of damage. Okay. I thought my initiative was better. But I guess I might be remembering wrong. You got a 14. so Okay. Yeah. So you're coming up very soon here. We just all rolled really well. Um, yeah, the uh, spiders seem to have rolled really, really well. They're very spry creatures. And speaking of which, back right gets to go, and it's going to jump forward. And um, is that you, Sparks? That's right, be right in front of Gaia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to jump past Gaia, and um, how? It's very clever, spider. Oh, there's a wall. Yeah. And it's going to go after you with its bite. And it gets a whopping five. So it must have bounced into the wall as it was going. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. And then um, front gets to go. It spins and goes after a little sprout. And gets a six. All of a sudden it went from rolling fantastic, rolling terrible. Keep it up. Maybe I'll put that dice away. Okay. And then next up is, in fact, sparks. Okay. I will use my spark ability it's usually a ranged attack but it i just shoot it right there the guy next mm -hmm. to me and that's nat one okay second for the episode so sparks is a little out of sorts too bad and then smedrick is encased in a cocoon so next round you can unencase and that next next round it says it it takes an action uh oh sorry yeah sorry yeah so basically, yeah, basically. Can I can I roll when I'm in it, or am I completely frozen? Uh, you are inside a, a metal cocoon, so you can you can uh, play solitaire. You can uh, check your uh, emails. You can do things like that, but that's about it. Yeah. So the the upside is is it uh, completely shields you from any and all damage. The downside is is you basically end up losing a turn. So, okay. And then the uh, cute and adorable robotic squirrel. I'm going to use my iron tail on the one closest to me. The uh, back right. 
the one that's attacking uh, the attacking the sparks there? Attacking the spark. Okay, so you somersault and bring that iron tail down on it. Six. No. Just uh, slams you know into the ground and brings up a bunch of uh, stone chips, but that's about it. Okay, and then we get to the top of the round again. And then middle gets to go and uh, is dead, so that's not going to do anything. And so next we go to back left, who's still attacking uh, Gaia. Wait, middle is dead? Yeah. Oh. Thrax came down and just oh, eviscerated yes. him, remember? Okay. So uh, Gaia goes after you and gets an eight. I don't believe that hits you. No, it does not. Okay, so so much for that idea. And now it's time for the uh, good guys and Thrax. Uh, you are, you know, sucking the juices out of that spider that you just killed, but there's more work to be done. All right. So I probably slurped it fast. Uh, let's see. Who is, I guess, front? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to run over to front, front and do a claw attack. Okay. So why don't you scooch no. him up to front there? No. Yes. A non-natural 20? That definitely hits. For six points of damage. Okay, and if you remember that one, it had already been tagged by Little Sprout. And so, uh, once again, you just basically slice it and open up its uh, innards and, and down it goes. And nothing, no time like the present for second breakfast, I say. <laughs> exactly. When's a good time for a snack? Now's a good time for snack. Okay, and then uh, Little Sprout, you just lost your uh, target there. What are you going to do? I'm going to hide. Okay. So roll for me a dexterity check. Uh, that's a whopping four. I don't do it very well. Okay. So you basically uh, pick up a branch off the floor and put it right in front of your face and uh, say, I'm hidden. Okay. And then next up is Gaia. So you have... Uh, couple of surrounding you there one trying to attack you Gaia I'm gonna punch him again okay six okay nope that uh, goes wide and then back right gets to go and it goes after um, you there sparks and gets a 13 does that hit you that does not okay can't make it through your crystalline body Okay, so it just bounces off the of sparks, and then sparks, you get to go. Okay, I will attack it again with an 11. 11 does not hit, it just jumps aside. Okay, and next up is Smedric, who I'm assuming is unencased from his cocoon. What is he going to do? Oh, okay. Sorry. I I was confused by the wording because it says this requires an action on the following round to retract. So it did not use my action to retract it. Uh, well, so basically, since you had used it essentially at the beginning of the round um, to encase yourself, uh, you end up losing that round. You end up losing a round uh, to, uh, to it. So, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that makes more sense. The wording was just yep. confusing because it's yeah, like following I'm, around. I'm, I'm oh, realizing okay. I should have worded that slightly differently. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, so then, um, I'm going to, the contrast is a bit weird, so I can't really tell who's still alive. Could you point me? Um, there still... are two back here. Yeah. Okay. So that 
that one that's closer to me. Okay, yep, back right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to spit some seeds. Okay. I think. 22 to hit. Ooh, that definitely hits. And I love that uh, just some speed, some seeds being spit from a uh, hamster's mouth does 1d6 of damage. So let me see. Those are some mean seeds. Four points of damage. Okay, four points to back right. First time that one's been hit. And didn't appreciate that at all. And finally, the squirrel gets to go. Okay, first I recharge. Okay. And I recharge. Okay. Which means I'm going to tie it again. Okay, so you somersault and bring that tail down on back right again. Ooh, 15. 15 does hit. So you bring that please tail take, right on its head. Please take max damage, which is 8. Okay, and that's exactly enough to take it out. And you just basically squish its little head. And it's just, it has a, the horrible thing where the legs are continuing to wriggle afterwards, even though the, the head is gone. Very good. And then we go to top of the round and uh, back left hasn't really noticed that all of his friends are gone. So he's going to go after Gaia one more time. This time gets a 10, which I still believe doesn't hit you. No, it does not. Okay. Not too fearsome there. And then Thrax, you get to go. What are you going to do? I'll recharge here. Ooh, I recharge. So I'm going to run over and do another leaping kick. At back there. Okay, so you just jump over everybody and come landing down. And that is an eight. No. So you kind of bump it in the ceiling and just kind of end up skidding shy of it. And then little sprout. You're standing behind a small little twig that you picked up off the ground and put in front of your face. I am going to remain hidden. Okay. Very good. So hiding behind his little branch there. And then next up is Gaia. You've got the thing trying to eat you. I'm going to punch it again. Okay. 22. Definitely hits. Three points of damage. Okay. So slowly whittling away at it there. And then next up is Sparks. Your turn to face it and okay. try to zap it. Okay. And get a six. No, your zap goes wide. You can't work. You can't kind of work your way around Gaia there. Can't do anything without my plus seven to attack. Oh well. And then Smedric. Is that one that I shot? Is that down? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. The only one left is the one at the very end. All right. Um, one, two, three, four. I guess I can wiggle my way to be within range. I can mm -hmm. shoot from uh, up to twenty feet away. So yep. however close I can get that I'm within range. Thank you. I love that the uh, arrow is standing in for seeds. Um, so I'm going to seed spit. Okay. I I don't. I rolled a five. Okay. No, yeah. It just jumps in the air and it goes right underneath it. Okay. And yeah, I swallowed the seeds instead. There we go. Yeah, it was not very effective. Okay. And then uh, Iron Squirrel. Um, I'm going to attempt to recharge. And I don't, so I'm going to run up to it, please. And then I'm going to use my dash attack. Okay. See if you can and dash I its miss hopes. With okay. a six. So the, you dashed your hopes. Okay. And um, 
seeing as it's got all sorts of targets there, it's actually going to turn it at Uthrax since the, the uh, it's not been able to hit Gaia lately. And it's going to go uh, for another bite on you and gets a 19 to hit. I'm assuming that hits. Just barely. Okay. And you take four points of damage from the bite and I need a constitution saving throw. 18. Okay, yes. Once again, you're able to shake off the effects of his poison and it does no more damage to you. And then, believe it or not, it's your turn. My turn again? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to claw this critter. Unsuccessfully with the five. Okay, no. Jumps out of the way. And then Little Sprout. Continue to hide? Uh, Little Sprout is going to move half speed, and he's going to stealth down the hallway away from the conflict. Okay. Very good. Right there. Exactly. Okay. And uh, so next up is Gaia, who's got the spider in her face, but is now trying to bite the uh, dinosaur next to her. I'm going to punch him. What's your other attack again? Leaf Storm, which does substantially more damage. But it doesn't have the plus three. Yeah. Five. No. Just uh, dances aside. It's, a, it's apparently a squirrely little spider to go after. And Sparks. Going to spark I it? I will try to do anything this combat. And I get a nine. No. Jumps aside. You're just uh, kind of pretty, but not very useful this time around. Okay. And uh, Smedric? This time around? I'm still within range, right? Uh, you are within definitely within range and nothing's moved. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, going to try to seed spit again. Okay. Seven. <laughs> no. Once again, not very effective. You, you're got, you keep hitting the walls well, and the eight, ceiling. Actually, and I don't think that'll change anything. It but does I, not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And finally, the iron squirrel. Attempt to recharge. I do not. Let's dash attack. Not 20. You naturally Yay. hit. It's super effective. Please take be a critical hit? seven points of piercing damage. Okay, and you just see the squirrel just basically dash up and just plunk its uh, face right into the side of the, the uh, spider and down it goes. And Thrax, there's another snack there. Oh, I take advantage of thirdsies. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. And the dust settles and you guys, uh, you know, sit back breathing heavily. Sparks finally reaches level 20. I I, I want to see if anyone else wants to share in the food. Anybody no, else thanks. want a spider? I have endless seeds, apparently. Um, I don't consume food. Did anyone take any damage? Yes. Didn't you? Other people come before me, Bryce. All right. I'm just going to like take a berry off the top of my head and give it to you. All right, so do I eat it or squish it? Eat it. Well, as it's berry, it's quite disgusting, but I'll choke it down. And what do I get back? Eight hit points. The juice of the berry mingling with the juices of the spiders. It's not too bad, actually. They complement each other nicely. I'll go over and give Gaia a light zap and heal her for seven hit points. Okay. Make sure to mark those down there. 
Very good. And you guys look up and your guide is about another 10 feet down the tunnel in front of you looking at you expectantly. Although it's kind of hilarious. He's got a little tiny branch and he's like holding it in front of his face. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I don't see him. Where did our guide go? I'm going to crawl back on Thrax and go onward. Very good. I mean, I don't know if, we, wait, are we within range even to be able to communicate anymore? Yes. So That's what a is very it? fair question. I am totally unsure what the range on telepathic bond is. It it uh, it will function unless you guys are separated by vast distances. So it should not be a problem okay. this entire trip. Okay, he just kind of looks and realizes they're all staring at him. He's just going to turn around. He's going to hold on to the leaf, though, and he's going to start walking back down the hallway. Okay, so your guide starts walking down the hallway. Are you guys going to join him? Yep, we're to catch up. Okay, so Sparks go clink, 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 clink down the uh, the hallway after him. And everyone else? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. Run. Waddle. Very good. And you guys continue to walk off into the darkness there. And uh, so now, um, meanwhile, back on the other sandbar, we have our um, regular characters. And you guys obviously um, have just taken stock of the fact that all your pets are missing and... You uh, are now on a sandbar in the middle of nowhere down a stream and uh, you have no idea where you go and where you're going to get to. And um, then Craval, all of a sudden you hear your sister's voice in your head. Just sent you a message. And then Arlen, you get... A feeling of being watched, but you get a feeling Do by, I know. Yeah, of of a of a uh, you know constant presence that you're used to watching you. And I have one more use of my bowl of scrying, so I will. I guess we we have a river right there, so I'll just fill it up with the river. No problem with water, no doubt about it. And I lost my pencil, but yes, I fill up the water and. Okay. Uh, name. And so you do the incantation and Arlen, as you do the incantation, the wild magic goes off. So could you roll on the wild magic table? Um, your size increases by one category for the next minute. So I am now a large creature. Oh my gosh. So Owen does the, or Arlen does the incantation for it. And all of a sudden you guys just see him growing, 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 and he just hulks out. And now he's a, about what that'd be about 10 feet tall now instead of being six feet tall and uh, yeah something like that does his clothes rip or anything it sounds like since it's magic it just makes everything larger and anyway he has the magic robes so they that's true too. yeah yeah okay very good and there in the bowl is um your friend galchabar uh, looking at you and uh interestingly enough um arlen you remember the uh, interns that you uh, employed way back in Porta Magnum? They're in the room with you. Yes. Him. Interesting. The acolytes? Yeah. And uh, he looks up and says, Oh, Arlen, oh, so good to see you, but um, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, you're huge. Um. Yes, wild magic just... Uh, made my made me bigger it's weird i don't really understand it um it's wild magic 
Dear all me. I can say about that. Um, yes, obviously we've had a number of conversations about your wild magic abilities. Uh, and, uh, uh, well, this is very unusual. Um, yes, it's, it's interesting to see it in person. Um, how, how often does this happen to you? The size increase or the wild magic? Or j- just the wild magic in general. When does it, how often does it go out of control? Well, normally it's only about once or twice a day, but recently it's been like every couple, like every hour. Oh dear. Well, this is calamitous news then, because of course, obviously, uh, Orlana and Aina and maybe a couple of two or three others. I've, uh, I've run into some stories of people just detonating and, uh, um, it does seem that whatever this crazy mage in the Mare was doing, he uh, wasn't very good at it. And uh, it seems like the people that are infested by this uh, particular experiment eventually just go out of control and explode. I, I, I begin to fear for your uh, safety. Um, and uh, I, I may have some information uh, when... When I can see you next, um, and oh, and speaking of that, um, these uh, fine acolytes uh, just appeared uh, yesterday at, at uh, Waterfall City here, and they uh, have an interesting quest. Apparently, you've employed them to find magic teleportation circles. Yes, um, I was thinking that that might those might be a nifty way for us to travel back to um Porta Magnum. It might be a nice way for us to travel back there very quickly if we're somewhere far away, such as the Underdark. Oh, very good. Well, um and you see they um ha- end up having kind of a really big grin on their face. And um they uh and he says, well they uh they do seem to have had some successes. Um uh, one of the more interesting ones, it turns out that there's been a secret room in the basement of this tower that even after all these years of my living here, I didn't even know about. And uh, But they tracked down in the various tomes there in the library in Porta Magnum that there was a magic circle here. And so um, we searched very thoroughly this last 24 hours and found a secret entrance to a chamber below the tower, like I said, I didn't even know existed. And sure enough, the Savitas Cataracta uh, magic circle is is in my basement. I'm quite excited to see this. I'm probably expecting you're even more excited. Yes, definitely. Um, The only problem that I think of right now is that it requires um, chalks and inks worth 50 gold pieces and uh, the drow took all of our stuff. Well, they took all your money, right? Yes. Because that that they could ask for to come right out of your packs. Oh, but but the the, um, component stuff isn't? Yes, they, they they didn't know oh. to ask for those specific things. So unless unless you had it someplace easily accessible, you still have it. That is nifty because I have nine hundred gold pieces worth of components. Never mind, everything is 
everything is like very nice and happy and Gucci and wonderful. Oh, well, this and is exceptional you... news. I, I suppose you'll be teleporting back as soon as possible then. Yes, except we have one small hiccup. Um, um, what's that? When we were escaping from our latest adventure, as one does, um, we had to go down a river and our boat broke and we are stranded on this embankment and our um, pets, friends, familiar, etc., cetera, uh, washed down the river and we do not know where they are. Oh, that is, uh, that's tragic. Um, well, uh, definitely t uh, take your time. Don't, uh, don't feel you have to, uh, to uh, jet off here immediately. Um, uh, the Acolytes and I are having a very good time discussing their findings and uh, we'll, uh, we'll occupy ourselves here until you can arrive. Hopefully it won't take uh, too many days, but I do have to say I am becoming increasingly concerned about your condition. Um, and I, like I said, I, I may have some information that can bear upon the situation. So the, the sooner you can get here, the sooner we can act upon it. Hey, uh, Galtamar, yeah. did we tell you about the Curse of Wolf yet? The Oh my gosh, what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, now I'm interested. Already doesn't apply to two of us, so it's fine. Um, okay, well, that's very good. Obviously, uh, Lolth is well known for being capricious and uh, chaotic individual, and, and obviously any curse that uh, she would lay upon someone, who knows what the outcome would be. It would probably be disastrous for them. Well, that's why, partially why we're stranded here. So it might take us a, a little bit longer to get out of here. Very good. Well, like I said, um, the Acolytes and, and myself can uh, can wind our time quite uh, pleasantly here. And uh, um, please uh, hurry back as soon as possible, though. That uh, would be um, most urgent for that you get upon this uh, information as soon as possible there, Arlen. Would I be able to um, look at the rune sequence so that I can, you know, like teleport there? Yes. And, and uh, actually one of the acolytes comes forward and he's actually hand traced out the, uh, the circle. And the rune sequence cool. is for, for access is Pikachu, Charmander, Beautifly. I, sorry, I think that's a new game that you played. We're not doing any raids at this okay. point. No, you no one raid. Yeah, so it's got a whole bunch of uh, sigils in it and, and runes, and you can obviously copy those down. And then we can go there. Well, yes, I definitely need to talk to you about um, the wild magic because it is getting crazier is the best word I can give for it, I guess. Wilder? Well, that is, like I said, very alarming More wild. considering what has happened with uh, the other people that have been infected with this wild magic. But hopefully the information I have dug up will uh, help you out and uh, perhaps can uh, lead to a cure even. I'm, I'm hoping it's, at this point in time, it's just the faintest of hopes as uh, I've just dug up a nugget of information that might be useful. Well, I cannot wait to speak with you about it. Uh, me neither. Please, uh... Be as, as uh, speedy as possible. We certainly will. Okay, anything else? Uh, Arlen, can you cast that teleportation thing now? I can. Um, I might not. 
I cannot. We have to wait a day. Well, at least uh, six hours of snooze time. Yes. Okay. Um, I need to get back to the surface with all due haste. I have to get back to the Dragonborn Nation. And this is actually getting a little alarming to you there, Kraval, because obviously, even if you were to bop back to Waterfall City right away, it's a full two days trip to get up to the mountains, and you've got three days, so... Um, even the slightest delay could be disastrous. Could it be faster if we send a sending to Danya took us here, right? Who? Danya? Danya took you out to the uh, thing. And, and as for all you know, she's still out there waiting. Okay. We could send her a sending and say, hey, could you be here in like a day and get it? Would that be faster? Uh, yeah, no doubt. You would be able to just jet right up there. That would give you at least a day's leeway in there. Yeah, I the the fastest I can do it is in actually give me a moment. I need to do some reading. But yeah, if you can send a sending to Danya and say, "Hey, can you go to Savitas Cataracta in like six to eight hours?" Would that? Well, she could make there six to eight hours, oh, wait, but she could make it by the of, next day. Are we out of spell slots? Yeah, actually. I can sorcery point out a fifth level spell slot, so I could technically do it right now. Okay, so we just need the pets to make their way back to you, and then you could take off right away, right? Um, yes, or like send him ahead kind of thing, if he has something. What is going on? The red dragonborns are making problems again. I don't know everything that's going on, but... um. Normally, I wouldn't ask this, but I'm actually going to ask that you send me ahead. Well, you do have um, several hours of leeway time here, there, uh, Kraval. So, um, you know, you, you can probably wait uh, a good half a day before you just absolutely have to have to go. So you might, uh, you know, wait just a little bit and see if you're uh, see if you can recover your pets there. Uh, leave it up to you guys, but that I am needing to get back to the top as soon as possible. And wouldn't uh, then Cotter and um, Noan have to go with since they're parts of the family as well? Yes. I mean, as storyteller, at the very least, I'd have to watch the event so I could retell it. And I guess, I don't know True. what else I can do, except for come with. <laughs> but we, we can't, I, I don't want to split us up. I'm just worried about what these treacherous things are doing. While we're not there. Does anyone have the ability to locate an object or a thing? I can locate object, but I can't locate creature. Locate object is only within 60 feet, I believe. No, it's a thousand. Technically, a construct oh. is an object. Or yep. the armored collar on Smendrick. Mm -hmm. Yep. Those would all work. Okay. But uh, I can't do it. I'm, I'm completely tapped on spell slots, so it's going to have to be Rice. Locate object. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as that object is within 1,000 feet of you. If it is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Um, and I will know where it is for 10 minutes. Um, and if there's any lead in the walls, I can't. But there's probably not lead in the walls. 
If there is, you probably want to alert the dwarves so they can have another mine going. They mine lead down in the Underdark? Okay. Um, can I up? Can you upcast? With spells, can you just, like, cast them at a higher level spell slot? No, you cannot. You can't? No. Uh, okay, then I can't, because I only have a third level. Okay. So it seems I like... Under, I was under the impression you could, because a spell slot is a spell slot. You just can't use a spell slot lower than the spell that you want to use. It won't give you any more benefits, but you could do it. Let's see what the spell cast. Yeah, it seems like you should be able to burn spell a higher level spell level. slot for a lower one. Spell slots. It's like the different. It basically is like when Owen would cast magic missile level when two. When a spellcaster casts a spell using a slot that is of higher level than the spell. So I so yeah, it, it implies that you can cast spells using a higher mm. level spell slot. Because certainly there are spells that allow you to cast it at a higher level. The only thing that would be worrying is that that is my last spell slot. So if something happens and someone dies, I won't be able to revive them. But I think the, it's worth the risk. Let's find our pets and get out of here. Okay. I will cast. Wait. So are we like on a sandbar that's attached to a cave somewhere? Um, there are a number of... Um... It appears to be kind of little cracks and crevices leading off behind you. Okay. Then I will cast the find or locate object spell calling out for Schmedrick's armor collar thing. Okay, good. And basically it points off, um, you know, how the uh, stream was bending off to the right when you guys ended up on the sandbar. It basically points through that wall. So they're somewhere downstream between you and there. And as you approach the crack in the wall, you um, come up against a much smaller little passage there. And it is much too small for uh, someone the likes of, of you guys to make it through there of a medium creature. However, you could totally see any of your pets and Thrax being able to make it through that gap and roll for me a perception check there, Cotter. And do I see it moving in our direction? Um, it does seem to be moving, yeah. So it's not like it's stationary. Nat 20. Okay. And so off in the distance, in the faintest, faintest distance, you can hear the sound of some kind of combat going on. Oh. And that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, things are looking a little precarious. Um, Arlen's magic is uh, going wild, and Creval has to get to the mountains, and everybody's stuck down in the bowels of the Underdark, and the pets are making their way back, but there's spiders in between, and it seems like they're going to put up a bit of a fight. So this is an uh, alarming situation.
but anyways, back to the pets. Um, obviously, uh, everyone's playing with their little Pokemon. And um, this is just something I jumped on the players. And we you know, haven't had a chance to test these characters out. So we're just kind of winging it. And obviously, some of the abilities are working out well. Other ones, maybe not so well. Uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, seems like uh, little Gaia there may be a little underpowered. And as uh, Bryce was pointing out, Sparks' range attack is better than his regular attack. So why use a regular attack? But anyways, everyone's having fun with it. And uh, we'll just keep rolling along. So there we are. Uh, the party is sort of stuck until the pets get back. The pets are stuck until they can get through the spiders. And everything seems to go into pieces right in front of us. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>